Dave and Darren. Time for another show. Yeah. Another Top 5 Things podcast, that is. Crazy. This is a review of some of the stuff we got done on our morning show. You can hear it every weekday morning, 5.30 until 10. This is like a Cliff's Notes, uh, a digest, if you will, a best of the best. A crib sheet. <laughs> Thank you. It's like cheating on a test. Yeah, you're not going to get any trouble, though. We're glad yeah. that you're here. Thanks. Well, look the other way. For downloading and subscribing to Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things we should also thank our kind sponsor. That would be Nature's Treatment of Illinois. Yes, they are the only locally owned and operated dispensary here in the Quad Cities. Tech Drive in Milan and even down in Galesburg. Milan and Galesburg locations, both of them, open seven days a week. Both dispensaries offer recreational cannabis, and Milan offers medicinal, including topicals for localized pain. Let's get into it with the first one, number one. 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 Number one. Number one. Number one. And this should be obvious. Okay, number one. Number one. 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 Number one. I want to talk about live events. Yeah. Uh, two live events. One, uh, one has already happened far away, and one is happening tonight. Uh, let's get started with this Madonna show that happened in New York City where she showed up two hours late. Oh, God. And people are now suing her for that. Yeah. You know, listen, you don't get to be two hours late, Madonna. No. Fans, uh, Madonna fans, who say they were left stranded in the middle of the night when a concert finished late, suing Madonna, they're suing the promoter, and they're suing the venue. How are you stranded in the middle of the night in New York City? What do you mean you're stranded? Lawsuit says all three of Madonna's celebration tour concerts at Brooklyn's Barclays Center didn't start until well after 10.30 p.m. when the tickets said they would begin at 8.30 p.m. The lawsuit filed by Michael Fellows. I'm Michael Fellows! Does your donkey fix cars? The lawsuit filed by Michael Fellows and Jonathan Hayden accuses Madonna, Live Nation, and the Barclays Center of, quote, unconscionable, unfair, and or deceptive trade practices. They say the 8.30 start time that was advertised is a wanton exercise and false advertising, as well as a breach of contract. Wouldn't you think that Madonna would like to be in bed by 10.30? <laughs> I know I would. I sh yeah, no kidding. According to the lawsuit, concert goers didn't get out of the venue until 1 o'clock in the morning when they were confronted with limited public transportation, limited ride sharing, and or increased public and private transportation costs because of the late hour. Do you think there is anything in the days that you have left that you'll be starting at 1030 at night? <laughs> no. No. What would that be? In the days that I have left, no. Because of the late hour, the lawsuit says, quote, in addition, many ticket holders who attended concerts on a weeknight had to get up early to go to work and or take care of their family responsibilities the next day. Hang on a second. You bought a ticket for a concert in the, in a, on a weeknight and you're complaining about having to go to work the next day? Lawsuit says Madonna has a long history of starting concerts late. And defendants should have known any statement as to start time for the show constituted, at best, an optimistic speculation. 
The lawsuit was filed in Brooklyn Federal Court. It seeks class action status on behalf of other ticket holders across these United States. It states the plaintiffs demand judgment against defendants for actual and consequential damages. This is not even the first time Madonna's been sued for starting a concert late. Nate Hollander filed a lawsuit in 2019 after the start time of a Miami Beach concert was pushed back two hours. Hollander would dismiss that suit a month later. If it's well known that she starts her shows two hours late, then what kind of fan are you? That's not an excuse, though. No? So you're famous for it. I mean, Guns N' Roses show up on time any, anymore. You know what was crazy about when they came here, when they played the mark? They started right on time? Right on time. And, yeah. and, and, and that's a band that is infamous since the late 80s yeah. for showing up hours late. But not anymore, really. No. I don't think. No. Because you, they're grown-ups now. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's that. So then there's an event happening tonight that I see a lot of people talking about. Yeah. It's don't tell comedy. Okay. And the idea is you buy a ticket for a comedy show. You don't know who's going to perform? Don't know who's performing, and you don't even know where it's at. (laughs) Does that make a lot of sense? It's a pop-up secret comedy show happening tonight. Okay. So you buy your tickets, and then tonight's the night of the show... So you'll get an email at some point that say, here's where you're supposed to go. But you don't know who's performing, and you don't know where it's at until you do. Okay, but how far away could it be? Well, this suggests that it's in downtown Davenport. Oh, this is here. Yeah. Although it's everywhere. When you go to the website, Don't Tell Comedy says that they have more than 100 different locations across the United States, the United Kingdom, and Canada. The location is kept a secret until the day of the show, and the performers are a secret until they hit the stage. Okay. So there's one happening tonight. It just says downtown Davenport. Doors open at 730. Uh, Here's what it says. This show will be at an indoor residential location. Uh Uh-oh. At this show, you can buy drinks at the venue and bring outside food. Maybe that's why they're warming up the place over there. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is what it says. T- tell me if this breaks your brain like it does mine. At this show, you can buy drinks at the venue and bring outside food. However, for this particular show, we ask that you not bring outside food or beverages, nor bring outside drinks. What? But you could. You, you can. can. You can. Or you can. We're asking you not to. So... This show will have chairs provided, it says here. Reach out if you have accessibility needs. It is a 21 and over show that's happening in downtown Davenport at an indoor residential location. Okay. So is this in someone's living room? This this is happening. This is happening in Davenport. Downtown Davenport. And 99 other places? No, like this is a, a franchise, it sounds like. Okay. It's not, it's not happening in 99 other places tonight. Okay. In fact, when you go to the uh, Don't Tell Comedy website, this looks like it's the only event happening tonight, even though they have more than 100 different locations. Is this being put on by the same people that brought you the Taco Festival? (laughs) 
I don't know. It sounds could like, be. It sounds like a good way to be taken hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about this at all. All right, before the uh, what before the, the show begins, everybody needs to put on blindfolds and handcuffs. Now, I wonder if we're going to load you in the back of a truck. I wonder if the performers know they're performing. <laughs> I mean, is it a possibility that someone comes and grabs you today? <laughs> Are local comics going to get taken? Yeah. That's a that's a fair question. I'd keep your head on a swivel today <laughs> if I was you. <laughs> I don't think they're coming for me. Well, what are the chances what are the chances that any comedian that shows up today in Davenport is someone someone knows? I, see, I guess that's is that the appeal of this? That you could be going to somebody's house to see a really big name comic? I don't see how likely that is. I'm reading from the FAQ page, the Frequently Asked Questions on their website. They say, what the hell is Don't Tell Comedy? Why all the secrets? We hold stand-up comedy shows in over 100 cities across America with a secret lineup of performers at a secret location. We do this to keep the focus on providing our audiences with top-notch talent while preserving the magic of a truly unique and affordable experience. Oh, yeah, it was magical. I watched a stand-up comic in somebody's house. And I'm pretty sure he was. they were doing stand-up comedy for the first time ever. It was an open mic night in someone's basement. What do they charge for this? Uh, that's a good question. Let me, let me see. If I wanted to buy tickets for tonight's event, I'm clicking get tickets here. Uh, 20, 27 bucks a piece, and then uh, two dollars in fees. So it's well, it's twenty five bucks a piece plus a dollar ninety nine in fees. So yeah, twenty seven bucks ahead will get you into this comedy show. And what does comedy sports cost? Um, less than that. Yeah. Drinks for sale. Bring your own snacks. No outside food and beverages. No outside drinks. Wh- which is it? At this show, you can buy drinks at the venue and bring outside food. However, for this particular show, we ask that you not bring outside food or beverages, nor bring outside drinks. What? What? What is? What does that mean? What time does this start? Uh, looks like eight o'clock tonight, according to uh, what the, what they've got here on the website. I don't know. Now, I, th- <laughs> I think at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I think at some point a lot of people end up in a van. <laughs> it's just, it's just this doesn't. It's, it's all are, right. You're gonna end up in a in a bathtub filled with ice cubes, and the joke is you don't have kidneys anymore. Is that the joke? How is is this just a matter of <laughs> organ harvesting? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I would not suggest. <laughs> I can tell you what. <laughs> if someone I cared about told me this, they're going to this, I'd be like, are you out of your mind? It's different. I'll give it that. Let me ask you, can you bring a weapon? <laughs> you can absolutely bring weapons, although for this show we're asking you, that, that, that you do, don't. Do, not, do not bring weapons. <laughs> don't do it. In what way is that a joke? I don't know. I don't know. If uh, if anyone has plans to go to this, 
Please, please let us know, and also please have some sort of air tag like hidden in your yeah. shoe, so we can ping it and or find you or swallow it. <laughs> swallow an air tag, <laughs> so we can find you. Right. Don't tell comedy. It's an interesting idea. Uh, all shows in Davenport, secret performers, secret locations, usually BYOB. Usually, that's that's what's up. I I don't I don't get it. Uh, this this makes the Madonna <laughs> stories make sense. <laughs> Number two. Number two. <laughs> Number two. I did something last night that I never thought I would be able to say that I did. I can't believe. Touch your toes? No. Come on, Darren, let's be, please take this seriously. 32 seasons in. 32 seasons in. I watched The the Bachelor last night. Uh, Holy cow. Holy guacamole. What have I been missing? 32 seasons. This is the 32nd season of The Bachelor. And how many seasons do they have a year? I am I have to imagine a couple, right? They just got done with The Golden Bachelor, where the uh, the uh, elderly couple got together. I don't think that's going to work out. This is, though, I think it's got a better chance than, uh, than any of the rest. The premise of this show, you understand what the premise of this show is, but yes, here's I what do. I didn't, here's what I didn't understand. Um, this this fella Joey is his name. He must have been a contestant on a previous episode of The Bachelor. Maybe on uh, it's The Bachelorette when it's uh when it's a female that's uh, picking a guy. Right? They go between Bachelor and Bachelorette. So this guy I think was on the show before he got his heart broken on the show. Yes, they they yes. bring them this guy back now. Yes. and now he gets to pick girls. after they can uh, prove that they've had all their shots. Right. Okay, so there's a lot about this Bachelor that I didn't understand having never watched it. And if you haven't watched it like me... Is this the beginning of the season? It is. So you're... you're Very first episode. So you're going to go the distance? I don't think I'll watch anymore. I think this is going to be like how I used to watch American Idol, where I watched the first episodes just for the cringe factor, and then I just check out. How many people had... uh, Obviously had herpes? I don't think any of them. Okay. Well, so maybe no, one. No open sores. <laughs> no, none of them appear to be diseased. As far as we know. Um, I imagine they they would test for that kind of thing, I wouldn't would they? I think you'd have to. Um, it's it's crazy. So this fella stands in front of this mansion where the bachelor lives and where the show takes place. And then these women just keep showing yes, up. Yes. And every woman has to have like a little gimmick to introduce herself. Yes. And and it's just Cringe upon cringe upon cringe, where they do these terrible puns that are not their ideas. I don't know. It can't be. No, they're being fed lines. Clearly, it's okay. A show. Okay, I've, they're not coming up with this themselves. I bet. I would say half of them maybe say this is what I'd like to do, and the other half say I whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Mm. I'm telling you, I guess what I didn't realize about the show is there were thirty. Two women in this mansion. Has it always been that high, All, big a number? Uh, again, it's my first episode, but I'm guessing yes. See, the thing is, I have the feeling that a lot of those girls yeah. are there just for the zip line. <laughs> 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 
There wasn't a zip line. There's no zip line? Well, not in last night's episode, at least. Uh, they didn't really do a lot other than this guy just, you know, he would he would meet with them. They would talk. They would say something. How many girls he, did he already make out with? He he made out with at least 10 of them last night. Of course he did. Well, I mean, kissing, really, like, yeah. kiss, kissing more than a peck well, on yeah, the cheek. I don't know that they're going to, in the, the opening episode, show third base. This guy is, well, I mean, this guy is is talking to these women, and, like, they would say things like, you know, I'm really, I really want an authentic experience. And he would just go, How? every time this guy said this, I was dying laughing. This, this Joey just looks at these women and he goes, Are you kidding me? This he, is not an authentic experience. This is a television show. He, would, he kept saying this. And I, I'm guessing this is something that they all say. They would say like, Oh, I'm just ready to have my, you know, my heart and find my person and I want to be in love. And he would just say, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I was in tears. I, I was laughing so hard. I don't think it's supposed to be as funny as it is, but I, I'm almost wondering if that's why this show has been such a hit. I love hearing that. Because it's kind of hilarious. I love that. I'm here to I see if that. I can drop a few pounds. I love that. I love that for you. And then they, they would like sit in front of a fireplace, and this guy's got his hand on these girls, on these women's like knees while they're talking. Mm-hmm. You've known her for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, and then yeah, they, but you, but yeah, but in his defense, going in, they know what is going on. There's one bachelorette on this show. Who looks not a little, but exactly like a young Heidi Fleiss. Huh. And they they haven't mentioned how much yeah. she looks like Heidi Fleiss, but it's 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 something else. But what I didn't I keep trying to, to, to say this and I keep getting sidetracked. What I did not realize about this show is when they put these 32 women together and they're all, you know, coming in and meeting, they just keep throwing drinks at these gals. Mm-hmm. So they just keep drinking and drinking and drinking, and then the drama starts. Are any of them carrying a weapon? No. No. But there was one who, uh, she decided, she had her meeting with The Bachelor, and she's like, I want to talk to him some more. So So I'm just going to barge in. She would just barge in. Yeah, I think that happens. Oh, I was in tears. I was in tears. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, the uh, the bachelor. This guy's a tennis pro. He met thirty two. What do you mean a tennis pro? He's a tennis pro. A, t- a touring pro? He, no, or he's, he works in the. Uh, he gives lessons. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And like this, this one gal. Her name is Autumn. She comes out of the limo. She's got a bunch of autumn leaves in her hands. She throws the autumn leaves in her hands, and she says, "Let me ask you this." What's your favorite season? Because he's like, what's your name? And she throws autumn leaves on the air. And, he, and she goes, let me ask you this. What's your favorite season? And he goes, oh, I'd have to say spring or summer. <laughs> and she's just standing there like, with a bunch of well, leaves. I'm an idiot. Well, I'm glad America got to see that. I actually like it right around the middle of January, whether it's just uh, either uh, freezing cold or slop. There That's are, what I like. There are two sisters on the show. But conjoined? No, that would have been more interesting. Uh, one is twenty-eight, the other is twenty-six. They're sisters, and they're in the mansion, but they haven't told anybody that they're, that sisters. they're sisters. Nice. So this was the best. The older sister was furious because at the end he's got thirty-two sisters, and he's got an thirty-two sisters or thirty-two women. Sorry, there's thirty-two women, and then the bachelor has to like. I think he he 
narrowed it down to 20 or something. And uh, the younger sister got a rose before the older sister. And she was like, I'm going to kill you. She whispers to the sister like, you've got to be kidding me. This is not okay. Why is it a tennis pro that they always have? Why don't they ever have like a, a toll booth worker? <laughs> the state charges a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> and he's basically always doing this to the, always doing this to the bachelorettes. <laughs> no passage. <laughs> That'd be a more interesting. No passage. Always just sticking out his arms. Money, please. Yeah, that's right. One one of the no one passes uh, without a kiss. <laughs> Is that all he's going to do the entire season? Yeah. These are some of the puns that had me just dying. In, in comedy sports, we have a thing called the groaner foul. When when a pun is so bad, it, it people are not having a good time. That's all this was was an hour of beautiful women no showing offense. up. Right. Jen, a twenty five year old physician assistant, pulls up in a go kart, and she says, "I had to race over here from Miami." Like, and then she, she delivers the line like, huh? Isn't that great? Did she wear a helmet? No. That would have been hotter. Well, that's asking for it. Another woman shows up in a boat. She They pull a boat up, and she's Did in she the boat. Did she have a helmet on? No, but she was wearing a captain's hat. It was a smart look. And I said to my wife, I go, well, that right there, that's Ahoy, the Ahoy, Uh-huh. She pulls up, and she says, hey, Captain, I heard you're looking for a new relation... Ship. (laughs) I could have punched the TV. Don't punch the TV. And then this uh, woman who's, I think she's a Miami Dolphins uh, cheerleader. She just has a big wad of pizza dough. And she whips whips it at the guy. So he catches his pizza dough. And she says, I'm the one that you need. That's a good way to get your ass grabbed. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And another girl comes. Did he up. really make that kind of noise? Let me hear that again. He was like, <laughs> "It sounds like he wants to leave. He wants to leave. He uh-huh. doesn't do this anymore." <laughs> then there was, then there was the gal who comes out. She's got a silver platter. With like the silver dome on top of it, you know, like the the fancy yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah, have. Yeah, like you're gonna, it's gonna be like fancy feast. Uh huh. Like like he's a cat and she's yeah, got the fancy. Here's some, here's some cat food. <laughs> okay. What do you think of that? So she comes out, and she goes, <laughs> she goes, I got a question for you, and then she opens up the <laughs> the tray to reveal, and and there's a bunch of different sized. There's a small horse's head. <laughs> oh no. It's even dumber than that. It's a pony's head. No, there's four different sized bananas. Bananas. Uh-huh. And she's like, all right, which one of these resonates with you? I got to know. Uh-huh. So, like, he takes a, not the biggest banana, but not the smallest banana. I find this, and- ver- I find this very appealing. <laughs> oh, that would have been a better line. She was just basically like, I want to know how big your, your yeah. private parts are. Uh-huh. And then she's like, okay, see you inside. <laughs> and then she does a jock check. <laughs> oh, it was so... <laughs> okay, 
Hustle in, hustle out. I'll see it. I'll see it. Chuck, check. And then these women are all crying like, I can't believe I, I so haven't had any time. So got voted off already? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he got re- he dispatched with at least at least 10 of them. I'm not sure how many how many left. I don't really know how the bachelor works. Well, I'm going to say goodbye to Uggo McGee over here. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, and then this this I didn't understand. And, Again, uh, I I'm not knowing how the game works, how the show works. I'm going to have to say no to the Cyclops. There was a woman who he already knew. Which I thought the whole point was you're meeting these women for the first time. Well, Somehow there was a woman that he already knew, and then she had a card, and it's like whatever's in this card will affect the game. And then everyone's like, "What's in the card?" Well, of course she can't open it for an hour. They got to build the drama, yeah. and then the drama, and then it's like this card gives you the power to interrupt any one of his dates. And then she starts crying like, "I don't want to do that to my sisters here." And then she throws the card in the in the fire. So then he's got something called the first impression rose to give to somebody. So he gives it to her, even though these two already knew each other before the show. I don't understand how any it's of it a works. gift card to Hotels.com. <laughs> Here you go. I don't know if I'll be watching any more of it. I think I'm going to just do like the American Idol thing where I watch the first episode just to see all the cringiness. But if there's as much cringe on this Bachelor every week as there was last night, I might be part of this Bachelor Nation is what I'm telling you. Here's a card for a free... Uh, uh, here's a card for a free Whitey's or Rudy's if you get, <laughs> if you get your taxes done with me. I, I, I got you those uh, McDonald's gift certificates people used to give out for trick-or-treats. <laughs> Here you go. They're still valid. <laughs> what I, they're like forever stamps. <laughs> And here's also, uh, uh, here's also, I want you to keep this. Here's a laminated copy of my lab results. It's menu size, so you can eat on it. Well, wait a minute. This test looks like it was taken seven years ago. Oh. Yeah, don't worry about that. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, uh, nothing, nothing's uh, happened those, since those then. Were, those were my best numbers. <laughs> All-time high score. <laughs> You get a you get a lab result like that. You want to save it, put it up on the <laughs> that's, fridge. That's what I thought. <laughs> three. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. 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 Did you see this story out of Florida, where Hulk Hogan is a real life superhero? No. He saved somebody. Florida man. Florida. Hulk Hogan rescued a teenage girl who was trapped in an overturned vehicle after a crash. Yikes. This is according to Hogan's social media posts. Okay. You're hearing about it here first, brother. Uh I'm a real hero. Hogan uh, saying here on Twitter that he used a ballpoint pen to puncture the car's airbag and free the girl after witnessing an accident Sunday night in Tampa. His new wife, yoga instructor Sky Daly, went on Facebook to praise the quick action taken by her Uh 70-year-old husband and a friend of the couple named Jake. Uh, She says, last night we left dinner in Tampa. wonder where they went. We saw a car flipped over in front of us. I truly admire my husband Hulk Hogan and good buddy Jake Rask for springing into action. 
they saved the girl, and then as a bit very clotheslined her brother, as as a part of a, a parting gift. Uh-huh. Uh, well, sweetheart, I'm glad you're okay and everything. Have a Hulk Hogan meatball making machine. <laughs> I, got, I got a bunch of them in the truck, I got, brother. I, I got a ton of them, brother. <laughs> Miracle meatball machine. Please. I've, I did you a solid. I need you to do something for me, brother. Take one of these meatball machines off my hands. <laughs> oh, it could have been the Hulk Hogan grill. Oh, what am I doing? Uh-huh. By all appearances, she was unscathed. Just really rattled, which was an absolute miracle. Uh, That's according to, again, Hulk Hogan's wife, the yoga instructor. Tampa Police Department said in an email yesterday that there were only minor injuries from the crash. Hogan, whose real name is Terry Balea, is in the WWE Hall of Fame, of course, and lives in the Tampa Bay area. Now, isn't everybody in that family, like, with somebody that looks like who they were with before? Like it's well, just it's just like a different everybody is everybody's dating somebody now that looks an awful lot like the person that they were with before. I'm I'm not I don't know that Hulk is with someone who looks like his ex wife. His ex wife is somebody a little Hulkster. Well, didn't the didn't his ex wife Linda leave him for a, a much younger man? Well, I think he did the same thing. So he got a, a younger version of her. Yes. Okay. And I think the kids are, you know, dating people that look like each other, too. I don't know. <laughs> well, just... some people have a type. You know, these things happen. What? I like what I like. Yeah. His, his ex-wife, because they had a, a TV show. They had like yeah. a reality sh- a reality show, that, right? That had two kids involved. Uh-huh. And the ex-wife... Filed for divorce from Hulk Hogan and then started uh, dating this guy named Charlie Hill. Uh, Let's see. When they started dating, she was 48 and he was 19. Okay, that's that is a newer model. Rocking the cradle of love, brother. I totally get it, brother. I don't think that Hulk Hogan's new wife is nearly as young as that. This would be, again, uh, Sky Daly, who he married last year. Who who did the wife start dating? Uh, some I, I think it was a friend of of the kid yeah, of her yeah, son, okay. right? Yeah. But what's the guy's name? What? Uh, let's see. That would have been Charlie Hill. Hey, do you think Charlie would want a magic meatball making machine? <laughs> you broke my heart, Linda. But, but I tell you what, you take a pallet of these meatball machines, <laughs> and all's forgiven, brother. <laughs> The money I'm paying to <laughs> store these things is killing me, brother. Just, I can't just throw them in the ocean. I've tried. They keep coming back. They do. They're, they're just, cursed, brother. They, they just wash back up. I don't know how they find their way back into my garage, brother. But they then, do. Linda, you broke my heart dating this boy, but if you'll be willing to take a pallet of these meatball machines. Would you ask Charlie if he wants one? Charlie! <laughs> I'd be honored if you took my wife and maybe about 10 or 12 of these meatball machines. Please. I'm begging Please. you. Please. I'm begging you. Please get these miracle. What was? What were they called? The miracle meatball machine? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, brother. I'm not happy at the d- dissolution of my marriage, but 
If it means I can get rid of about 12 or 15 of these meatball machines. Gosh, Holt, that number keeps growing. Every time someone tried to use one, it just burnt the hell out of them. Yeah, you're you're really having an electric... Those meatballs are hot, brother. You're having a really more... uh, All the meatballs taste like electric sparks. (laughs) (laughs) What we're referencing, we should whiteboard this. The George Foreman Grill, which has made George Foreman a billion dollars, maybe probably I mean, close hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars. George Foreman has made off the George Foreman Grill. It could have been Hulk Hogan's. The people he turned it down. The people who made that machine originally offered it to Hulk Hogan. It would be the Hulk Hogan Grill. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan had his manager had said, "Here's here's your offers. You can have this grill or or this meatball machine making machine." Hulk, in all his wisdom, took the meatball machine. <laughs> he was offered three options. The electric grill, a blender, and a meatball maker. And even the blender probably made money. <laughs> here's, here's what Hulk says in an interview that he gave about how things went down. He says, uh, you could get into these things. Kitchen appliances, put your name on something. I said to the agent, well, what have you got, brother? He said, well, I've got this meatball maker. It pounds the meatballs when you clench arm muscles and press fists together. Hulk said, that's fantastic. Give me that Hulkamania meatball maker. Okay, so The agent said, what about the other thing, the grill? And I said, why don't you give that to another client of yours? That other client was George Foreman. Okay, so basically the meatball maker isn't even... It's not even something you plug in. It's like a thigh master. <laughs> who it's just like a, it's a who hand, isn't gonna want that in their it's kitchen? It's like a hand operated clamp. Yeah. <laughs> Work your thighs with it, brother. Look at this, brother. You can make it looks like I'm making meatballs in your kitchen. Who's not gonna want that? Makes delicious meatballs, brother. Well. You know another way to make meatballs? Just roll <laughs> it in your hand. No, no, it's not that tough. Uh-uh. Have you ever heard of putting raisins in your meatball? This is something that I learned about this weekend. Well, no, but. In the middle of, imagine if in the middle of the of the meatball there was a raisin. Would no, that upset you? Well, no, but I can I can almost understand the uh, the taste profile because someone might I mean you might add a lot of people will add ketchup to a meat meatball or a meatloaf mix or a meatball sure, mix or whatever sure, that sort of thing. Sure, someone might use like a one steak sauce. A one steak sauce has raisin in it. Oh. So it might be just part of the you know taste profile that could work. Well, someone was sharing that th- th- their their mother was making meatballs and there were raisins in the middle, uh-huh. and and social media lost their minds. Like, what do you mean raisins in meatballs? But apparently, that's the Sicilian tradition. In Is Sicily, it? they put raisins in the middle of the meatball, oh, okay. which to me sounds fantastic. I'm a big fan of the raisin. Sure, it would work. I'm a fan of the grape in all of its forms. Well, although not much of a wine drinker. Wrap your head around that. I like eating grapes, not necessarily drinking them. It's your assertion that uh, if you go to a salad bar, it's upscale if they offer raisins. Yes, and that's when you know you're at a really classy 
salad bar if they have raisins. If I see raisins at a salad bar, I uh, it makes me so happy. It's like okay, this. Place I never see you eating raisins it. though. Why don't you eat just eat raisins? Well, you know, th- there's a large portion of our day that we're not together. I understand. As much as I'd like to propagate this myth that you and I live together like the monkeys. But but I haven't even, like, I mean, for the longest time we did the podcast in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. Never saw any raisins laying around. Yeah, well, because we didn't do the podcast in the pantry. pantry. (laughs) We don't. And and I'll tell you why. Because I can't trust you in a pantry. You wouldn't have been able to focus on the podcast. You would have, every podcast would have been me reading a story from Florida and you going, how long's that spaghetti sauce been and there? And me getting into things. <laughs> yeah. That noise you hear is Darren. Stop touching hey, stuff. Hey, get out of the graham crackers. Uh-huh. Those are for s'mores That's, later. That box isn't even open yet. I know. That's why I was opening it. I can don't hear it right open, now. You don't open anything. If something's already open, Maybe. Maybe if something's already open, you can have something. But the <laughs> first rule is you don't open anything. That's why we didn't do the podcast From in my pantry. pantry. It and would have been unlistenable. And there wasn't room. Uh, well, we'd have been, it would have been pretty tight. We would have had to stand, yeah. Yeah, it had been pretty tight. Yeah, my pantry is just basically a glorified it's closet a, it's full a of tip, food. It's a tip, yeah, it's a pantry. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan saying here uh, on his uh, Twitter account, quote, the crazy part about that teenager that flipped her car was that without a knife to puncture the airbags to get her out, an Indian Rocks Christian ballpoint pen came in really handy to pop the bags. Thank you, God. All is well even now. Amen, Hulk Hogan. Way to go. Way to go, Hulkster. The fact that I had a pen from church proves that there's a God, brother. But the fact that I passed up on that meatball machine Passed up on a George Foreman girl proves that there isn't a God. <laughs> right. Four. 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 Unpopular opinions. We love to share these from time to time. We think it's important. Almost, almost a public service that we're providing here. Sure, it's entertaining, but also it's important to hear points of view that differ from our own from time to time. Especially when it's a, something as important as, oh, I don't know. I think salty cereals should be made. (laughs) Yes. Uh, This one begins, there are countless amounts of sugary cereal, yet no cereal for us savory lovers. Mm -hmm. A lot of salty snacks go great with a glass of milk, such as crackers. Imagine how good goldfish or Ritz crackers would be made into a cereal. It sounds to me like you're already doing this. I see that cereal is ridiculous. Pretty much marshmallows and sugar balls thrown into a box. Sugar balls. And I think this needs to stop. Yeah, why don't you just put goldfish in a bowl and put milk on it if you think it's such a great idea? I think they are. Yeah, I think you're right. Unpopular opinions. Uh, Cupcakes are superior to regular sliced cake. Yeah, some people love their cupcakes. I'll tell you what, man. Have you been to Molly's Cupcakes? No. It's on 53rd yeah. in Bettendorf. They have, um, I used to go to the one in um, Iowa City, uh-huh. and I know they have another location in Chicago. Those cupcakes are the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Cupcakes are superior to sliced cake. Regular cake is moist, and it's mushy, and way too much sugar to even enjoy. You need to slice it up to serve it, and then you got to use it a utensil to eat it. Meanwhile, cupcakes have a firm structure, just the right amount of sweetness, 
and you can grab it and eat it with your hands. And yet cake is somehow you considered can grab it any way you want. A delicacy while cupcakes are seen as children's cake. Make this make sense for me, they say. I'm listening. And then here's someone that is just not a fan of chocolate cake. Chocolate cake is the worst cake ever. I have, at 45 years of age, eaten more than my fair share of cake in my time. I've also quite a confession. I've also eaten lots of chocolate. Please understand that I like cake, and I like chocolate. I just think chocolate cake is one of the worst cakes ever. It's one thing to eat a chocolate bar in the comfort of your closet after everyone has gone to bed. Wait a minute. It's quick. <laughs> it's easy. It's handy. Chocolate cake, on the I other like hand. I like to hide when I eat my chocolate. I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but there's a thing that's gone viral the last couple of days where somebody ordered something from DoorDash. Yeah. And they have a post-it note on the front door that says, Please not quietly. I'm supposed to be on a diet. <laughs> That's one thing you need a chocolate bar in the comfort of your closet after everyone else has gone to bed. It's quick, it's easy, it's handy. But chocolate cake, it's just too dense, and it's overpoweringly sweet. You get a mouthful of chocolate cake, and it's just an instant feeling that your mouth is full of mud. It turns your teeth brown. It gets in every little crevice. The icing is invariably way too chocolatey. And on top of the icing, it seems impossible for anybody to make a chocolate icing that isn't simply overpoweringly thick, like a gritty sweetened peanut butter, but somehow worse. No, give me some buttercream. Give me some vanilla. Heck, I'll even take a red velvet over chocolate icing any day. Plus, why do people feel the need to make their chocolate cakes 10 damn stories tall? with layer after layer after layer. Why don't you take a look at the average vanilla cake, and you get, what, three layers max? But I'll be damned if I can escape the Cheesecake Factory without seeing the waiter walk by with some eight-layer monstrosity. So you ask your kid what cake they want on their birthday, and they say chocolate? Do not punish them with one of these. If you catch a kid smoking, do you make him smoke the whole pack? Okay, that's fine, but don't abuse your child by making them eat chocolate cake. Chocolate cake suck. These are unpopular opinions. Now, speaking of leaving notes for a delivery driver, mm -hmm. I had a, a buddy of mine who I lived with out in Phoenix for a while. Yeah. And he left a note on the front door for the delivery driver, a pizza delivery driver, uh -huh. to come around back. Knock on the glass sliding door. Okay. Because he ordered a pizza, but knew he was going to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like late at night, and we had already had a meal. Uh-huh. And it was like, if you know you're going to fall asleep. Why do you need a pizza? Why do you need anything? Right. You're just, why not just go to bed? Yeah, that seems like the right idea. But no, that wasn't the case. No, I want a pizza. And although I, but my eyes are getting heavy, uh -huh. and I know I'm gonna fall asleep, uh -huh. but I want someone to wake me up from my slumber. And it was like, did you ever get it? No, no, I don't. It's Wait, the pizza never showed up. I don't. The pizza guy might have shown up, but he apparently couldn't wake up Slaughter. Oh, that's a riot! Banging on the back door. Banging on the back door. I never heard any banging. I was very sleepy, but I would like to wake up and have pizza. Unpopular opinion, 
Jennifer Coolidge is a poor actress. Her face never moves. She has no vocal inflection. She's incapable of expressing any emotion. She has no comic timing. She can't move and has no fluidity. I just don't get it. Unpopular opinions. Jennifer Coolidge, a friend of the you're show. Gonna, she was a gonna, delight here. You're going to badmouth our, our in-studio guest? Yeah, she was wonderful. And, again, she was really into Darren. Yeah, well, again, that in-studio guests is more likely to happen than over the phone. That they fall in love with you somehow? Yes. Unpopular opinions. Recording at concerts is fine. I think the people who usually complain, like, OMG, look at all these people with their phones just recording it instead of enjoying the moment, have never been to concerts. I like to record a few videos on concerts because it's really nice to have a few pictures or videos to look back on. I'm there for a couple hours enjoying the show. Why can't I spend a few minutes recording and taking photos? Also, who says I'm not being in the moment just because I have my phone up? Usually I just press record and hold it at the right angle without looking at it. Let people record a few videos when they're attending a show that they might only see once in their life. We're very fortunate to live in a time where it's possible to put our favorite moments on film to look back on for good memories. I bet a lot of older people wish they had recordings of concerts they attended when they were young. Well, yeah, as long as you don't do it all night long. Last night at Big Head Todd and the Monsters. A lot of phones up. You know what? I was really impressed with the fact that there weren't. Yeah, there were occasionally phones up, and like when they would do a one of the you know bigger songs, yeah, right. the phones would come up. But I looked around, and it was not as omnipresent as I've seen it at other Most shows. Most people were you know kind of in the moment, huh? There were a couple people. I'll tell you this: I was undefeated last night at a game I like to play at concerts, and Big Head Todd and the Monsters was a great venue for this. It's a game I like to play called Guess Who's on Shrooms right now. <laughs> I was undefeated. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. There was this one fella who uh, was just doing this the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having the time of his life. Yeah, there was I, people were not that obnoxious with cameras, although there was one couple I noticed they kept taking pictures of themselves. They had people take pictures of themselves as at couples. At the concert. At the concert. So it's like, here we are, and here's, yeah. there's Big Head Tom, the monster's behind us which I suppose I understand, but, Darren, they did it like ten different times, and they were making the same face every time. You, you got one. That's what I, I mean. It you, was, you got one. That was a, so they were asking different people. Well, I, I think they just had the same friend keep taking oh, the same okay, picture. Same but, yeah, when they look in their phone this morning, there's ten pictures. The guy's like this. It's whatever. Yeah, okay. You want to record a moment, I get it. What drives me nuts is you're recording, like, the whole song. Yeah, you don't. You're you're not going to watch that. Right? Unpopular opinions. Folding fitted sheets is not that hard. All you have to do is fold four curved edges inwards a little, and it creates a rectangle. After that, you can fold it like any normal sheet or blanket. And if you don't know that, and you still say it's too hard to fold a fitted sheet, then you are just lazy. That's an oddly specific... <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Yeah, I'm gonna, I might have to. I might have to Google that. Last unpopular opinion. This go around. Noisy bathroom fans are better than silent ones. What? Noisy bathroom fans yeah. are better than silent bathroom okay. fans. 
Because at least you know they're working. Well, see, I had the same. I had the same issue you had, where I thought, not only is this not only an unpopular opinion, I don't, I don't know Dude, what difference does it make. Well, it turns out to this person, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Nothing they say, nothing is more nerve wracking than being on a date or at a friend's house, and you need to unleash some oh. serious punishment. <laughs> Okay, I see what's going on. Fortunately, bathroom fans exist, so you don't need to clear the room. Yeah. After eating Debbie's fish tacos and have it destroy your guts. However, new modern bathroom Delivering fans... Delivering punishment. <laughs> However, new modern bathroom fans are so silent, yeah. you can't tell if they're on or anything. Uh. I prefer a nice, noisy bathroom fan. I got So you. I know something is happening. Yeah. Even if it sounds like a helicopter is landing on my roof. <laughs> I'll take it. Now you're talking. Yeah. All right. I, I can go along with that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't hate that one. I'll be out in a minute. Just, uh. Nothing to see or hear. Here. Everything's going to be fine. Just give me a second. Those were some unpopular opinions, and we may not agree with them all, but we certainly value the different perspectives. Uh-huh. Gosh darn it. Number five. 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 Number five. Okay, so this story comes to us from uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. Their home and native land. In particular, uh, Nova Scotia, Canada. Okay. That would be on the uh, East Coast there, yes, right? Yes, it is. As you can imagine, I'm not, I'm not breaking any news here when I say that up in Canada, they love their hockey. That's, their, that's the big sport up there, right? Nova Scotia, that's where the uh, trailer park boys were, right? Yeah, I don't know anything about that. You haven't seen that? No, I think I know what you're talking about. It's like yeah. a sitcom where, where the... I, I, I think I tried to watch an episode once, and I thought, I don't get the references. They live in a trailer park. Okay. Sure. And it's the goings-on. Okay. Nova Scotia, uh, of course, you know, this time of year, everybody's at the at the rink watching the hockey games. Sure. And they've had, uh, you know, they've had, they've had a, a bunch of teams up there low these many years. They used to have, uh, in Halifax, they used to have an AHL team, the uh, Citadels. But that's, gosh, they've been gone for like 30 years. This, uh, so this what level of hockey are we talking about? Well, here? that's I, I'm glad you asked because this is from the Nova Scotia Under 18 Hockey League. Okay, these are young people. Yes, this is the Under 18 Hockey League, and and you know you you the way it works up there is you perform well in that league, and then you go to juniors, and then you go you know, other places. But it's a big deal, and such a big deal that, of course, uh, all of the games are, are televised and they have play-by-play that goes on. Okay. Even though it's under 18, uh, there is a guy there calling the hockey game. Yes. Uh, this would be a game between the Sydney Rush all right. and, I believe, the Halifax Max. And at this level of hockey, it's, a, it's under 18. It's a developmental league. Everyone's developing. The players and the people that are doing the calls of the game. I wanted to share this with you. This is from the other night. Um, at one point, as he's calling the game, uh, a puck gets shot at him. V- 
very close to where he where he is. Okay. And I want you to hear how calmly and coolly this guy deals with the fact that a hockey puck has just been shot right into the broadcast. Almost booth. took his head off. And I, I, like having look, I've done this for. Um, I've never done radio play-by-play for hockey, but I've uh, a handful of times been the guy at the mark for both the Mallards and the Storm where you're sitting right there on the ice and you do the you know the PA announcing. Uh-huh. Uh, it's another power play! Now, when you do that, you're behind glass and really nothing, y- yes. can, nothing can get you. Probably not. But I think that because you want a little bit different vantage point, you can't really call... A hockey uh, game effectively, if you're on the ice, you need to be up a little yeah, ways. You need a different angle. Right. You're not as protected. Uh, listen to how how calmly and coolly uh, this young man deals with a puck being shot. Again, very close to where he's calling the action. The rush. Holds it back there. And now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. Oh! Ah! 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 And that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going to do it for that sequence right there. 9.25 left. I apologize if I just uh, uh, just damaged your eardrums there. Just It went right over the mesh, right over my head. So, uh, <laughs> It's the most Canadian thing you're ever going to hear in your life. I apologize. Sorry. Sorry about screaming in your eardrums like that. It's just, but it goes on for so long. He... Wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't, it wouldn't like, ah! Wouldn't that take care of it? No, I think he's freaking out the fact that he's freaking out. <laughs> Cue it up again. The rush. Holds it back there, and now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. <laughs> and that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going <laughs> to do it for that sequence right there. 9.25 left. I apologize if I just uh, uh, just damaged your eardrums there. Just, it went right over the mesh, right over my head, so... Uh, I just, I apologize oh for that. God. I'm sorry. Everyone's, a uh, pe- few people look at me. I'm fine. Just, I'm fine. Just. <sighs> Everyone's looking oh at me. Oh, my God. People are looking at me. <laughs> people are looking at me. Everything's fine. Head, so, uh, oh, my God. I just, I apologize for that. I'm sorry. Everyone's, a uh, pe- few people look at me. I'm fine. Just, I'm fine. Just. <sighs> oh, my God. As I apologize for that one right there. And. For saying, oh, my God, I shouldn't be saying that. I'm sorry. Just okay. <laughs> so, I'm just I shouldn't be taking the Lord's name in vain. I'm sorry for saying. Oh, oh I'm God. so sorry. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to catch my breath here. Uh, just okay. Just all right. As we're back to this thing, rush here with it. The. Isn't that marvelous? He's a little concerned about how close that puck got to him for a lot longer. And then, yeah. It, then he goes on a 40-second apology tour to everyone the, at the stands and had to hear him scream like that. You weren't mugged at gunpoint. <laughs> Rush. It's, it's a puck. It flew by. It's over. Holds it back there, and now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. <laughs> and that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going to... Do it for that sequence right there. 9.25 left. I apologize if I just uh, uh, just damaged your eardrums there. Just It went right over the mesh, right over my head. So uh, You can hear I, when he I launches the puck. I'm sorry. Everyone's, you, uh, can people, hear people. you can hear him launch the puck. <laughs> Almost as if he did it on purpose. Yeah. Like, Shut this guy up. Uh-huh. Tired of this guy calling uh, our games. Under 18 league. Look at me. I'm fine. Just, I'm fine. Just. <sighs> oh, my God. As. 
I apologize for that one right there. And no, I apologize. Saying, oh my I apologize for saying, oh, my God. God, I shouldn't be saying that. I'm sorry. Just Sorry. Okay, I'm just trying to catch my breath here. Uh, just Okay, just all right. As we're back to this thing, rush here. He's, with tr he's trying to reset. He's trying to convince himself that he's, it's, 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 it's over. Right. I got to reset. Right. But he can't quite get there. I can't quite do it. He can't quite, you know, reset things. Sorry. I'm real sorry. I should. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, I shouldn't be saying, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing where you just keep digging a hole yeah. deeper and deeper for yourself. Yeah. And now. I wonder if, like, if you were to listen to it, a continue of the broadcast, mm -hmm. if, like, maybe a minute or even two minutes from from what we're hearing, you hear the little kid thing where it's like. <gasps> <laughs> right where it just. When you, when you get, <laughs> You get done crying and you're hey, fighting for air. Yeah, you're still. <laughs> <laughs> you're still. Okay, I'm going to play this again. You can hear him launch the puck. I'm going to play this again, and I want you to tell me if you're hearing a human or an animal. You ready? Human or an animal? The rush. Holds it back there, and now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. <laughs> and that puck's going to go out of play here. And <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be saying bananas. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Can't help himself. Bananas. Oh, yeah, right. 718, it's Dave and Darren in the morning. Sorry, we shouldn't be saying that. Shouldn't be using the word morning like that. Sorry. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. That's Dave and Darren's top five things, a review of our morning show on Planet 93.9. You can listen to it live, by the way, uh, you know, on the radio or online at planet939.com. Of course, you can always just listen to the very best stuff that we have to do here with the top five things. These are the, the choicest cuts of meat of the show, don't you find? Prime cut. Thank you to Nature's Treatment of Illinois for making it possible. They have the largest menu in the entire state of Illinois, and they offer a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flour, vapes, edibles, and more. Do this. Sign up for the uh, medical cannabis card through leafwell.com, and you'll receive... Coupons and discounts. Until we get a chance to do another one of these for you, hang loose, kooks. You stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, representing. This is for the Quad Cities reference spot. Davin board. Yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out. Come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline. Yeah, they keeping it hot. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Is it over? No, I say it's over. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.